Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Came to this little place, waiter says, try this, you'll like it. What's this? Try it, you'll like it. But what is, try it, you'll like it. So I tried it. Thought I was gonna die. Think that was some bad advice? Just wait till you hear what everybody's telling you to do with your 401k plan. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. For the past 35 years, I've dedicated my life's work to helping savers use and enjoy their money whenever and for whatever reason they might so choose. Of course, this sounds like an obvious mission for any advisor. However, that's not really the case. You see, while we at Tony Walker Financial are all about helping you use and enjoy your money while you still can, seems like most of the rest of the financial world isn't. On today's show, I'm going to reveal why the fact that so many advisors and even pundits on radio and TV and the Internet, and yes, those advising you on your very own 401k, keep giving you bad advice when it comes to using and enjoying your money that you've worked hard to accumulate. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today... We're going to try to accomplish a couple of things here. We're going to share with you why the people investing your money do not want you to use it. And secondly, we're going to touch a little bit on this idea of other people's money. One of the uh, items we covered in a previous show very briefly, but now we're going to go into a deep dive and how this other people's money concept reflects so well in understanding what's going on with the stimulus package related to this coronavirus deal And the reason that the federal government, in my humble opinion, are keeping interest rates so low. Well, before we get started, though, let me introduce the actual producer of the Worry-Free Retirement, our own Mr. Aaron Orander, and he still is, as far as I know. I don't think the coronavirus has knocked you out of the saddle of being America's favorite financial sidekick, has it, Aaron? Knock on wood, I'm still here. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being here very much. As uh, It's kind of like that old Vietnam sticker. You remember they used to put it on the bumpers of cars that says, what if they had a war and nobody showed up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like life now. I mean, I tell you what, the only consolation to all this stuff, Aaron, all this closing down. By the way, we're recording this show, folks, on April 27th. 2020. So by the time you listen to this show, it's going to be later in May. And hopefully, and my goodness, hopefully we're back to normal, folks. But I, I will have to say, Aaron, I've enjoyed driving. I have to still drive a lot. Very little traffic. Yeah. Have you notice that? That's nice. It is. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I, again, I'm not playing down the circumstances, but that's about the only thing I can say is uh, that we don't have as much Charmin at home. And I don't want to get too descriptive, Aaron, but there's something to be said for Charmin toilet paper. That stuff is <laughs> awesome. 
I don't know about some of these off brands that my wife's been picking up. So folks, please quit hoarding the good Sherman. Okay. All right. So I guess you've kept up with the news, Aaron. And first of all, let me say this before I sound like I'm deriding our government. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a politician, certainly not a medic. I'm not a scientist. I'm more in the vein of economist. I've studied economic principles for years. I'm a financial advisor. And uh, we could even touch a little bit on the spiritual at the very end of this show. I, I do think the spiritual aspect has been really left off the table of this whole equation as we rely on men to try to figure out uh, what in the world to do. And it doesn't look like to me most people know what the heck they're doing, if you want my, my honest opinion of it. But so let's, let's focus first on the idea of the stimulus. And again, through the Paycheck Protection Plan as a business with staff that I continue to pay, I was awarded some money on that. And uh, Aaron, do you realize I, I, they approved my loan? It's a loan, but it comes with a really nice caveat. Guess what the caveat to this loan is? You don't have to pay it back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. That's a nice caveat. But folks, this is going to come with a cost. So in case you haven't heard about the Paycheck Protection Plan, they've already run out of money once. And as of the date of this show, they just approved even several billion dollars more to go in the economy. By the way, and I, I think he's a bright guy. I was listening to Steve Mnuchin. Uh, Mnuchin? Mnuchin? Uh, he was being interviewed on the way down here earlier this morning. I heard a pre-recorded interview of him. I think he's a treasury secretary. But anyway, it was really interesting, his take on this, Aaron. Of course, he's a Wall Streeter, you know, and knows a lot about money. But he was just giddy over how quickly this money went when it was approved through the SBA. And he said, oh, we hope this next round it goes just as quickly because that means the money's going in the economy. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's an extra half a billion dollars of debt that's been printed out of thin air. But that's just it. I think people from the Wall Street genre, uh, Aaron, and a lot of people who are in charge of the flow of money through the Federal Reserve and Congress who authorizes the printing of the money as we issue more debt, as the Treasury prints this money, um, you know, I don't think they're really that worried about the future. I think they just assume that the future will take care of itself. So uh, in a minute, I'm going to give you an example of how you are going to have to pay for all this stimulus money, all this unemployment, all this, uh, these free checks that are sent out, the PPP program, uh, the fallout, the financial fallout that we haven't seen yet. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, and I'm not about to predict what the stock market's gonna do, but folks, this is, uh, to say this is unprecedented, that, that term's been worn out, and we've even worn it out. This is uh, beyond crazy to try to assume or try to evaluate, even Mr. Mnuchin mentioned that. He said, you know, and this is what we've been saying, nobody's seen an economic downturn as a result of a virus. Most economic downturns are the result of economic conditions, not a virus which shuts down the economy. I mean, it's a, the, to stop the flow of money like that, we've, we've never seen that since the Great Depression. So when I come back, I'm gonna do two things. Number one, we're gonna talk about the 401k itself. What is going on with the 401k? Because many of you are sitting there saying, well, Tony, I don't have a job now, or I've been laid off. I need money, partner. You know, I just can't sit here and uh, listen to all these feel-good messages from these politicians. I got to live. So what is it with the 401k that the world out there, the financial world, doesn't want you to touch your own money, which is strange. And then secondly, I'm going to explain to you what would happen if more and more of this money continues to hit the streets and what it's going to do to your dollar. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back.
Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement and uh, kind of going through some papers here, just really interesting articles that have come out. So if you're just now joining us, the whole coronavirus or COVID-19, I said I wasn't going to say that again. Why do I not like that term COVID-19? And almost trying to make it sound like uh, an espionage, why don't we just call <laughs> it the, was it Wuhan where it started? Is yes. That Wuhan virus uh, flu. Can I, let's just call it the Wuhan flu. I'm going back to that, Aaron. I've got a buddy that's into pharmacology. He's a sharp guy. He goes, hey, Tony, it's the flu. I love the way he said that. So we're, we're going to call it the Wahoon flu. Wahoon uh, flu. That sounds good. we got to jazz this up. Tired of COVID-19. But a lot of these articles, people coming out, they're worried, they don't have money, and they're needing to take money from somewhere. But because most people were indoctrinated into the max your 401k out, here we are. Most people that I run into, the majority of people that I run into who are saving, I'm not talking about retirees, but are saving for retirement, have not sufficiently put money in a place where they can reach it, whether it's dividend participating whole life where they can get access to their cash value, money in savings, non-qualified accounts. So what happens was, what's happened over the years is people have been told to max out your 401k. Well, the problem is, folks, while the 401k is a great savings plan, it is a lousy planning tool. It's almost near impossible to get your money out prior to retirement. It's very restrictive. It's very complicated. Uh, Wall Street loves these because they get to hold on to the money. The government knows you're going to get taxed whenever you take it out. The employers love it because they're no longer on the hook for these expensive pension plans. And basically, you're left to go it alone. And then, okay, we have this unexpected flu come along and the government decides to shut down everything, and you got to have money. Well, you can't even get it out of here. Now, here's some articles. All right, so what do the financial pundits tell us to do? And this is just several. You can go Google these. This one is in Forbes.com. It's entitled, How to Keep Your 401k on Track During the COVID-19 Crisis, or the Wahoon Flu, as I call it. Okay, this pandemic, it says, has investors worried about the future and the present, but it, it deals with this. You might be looking at your 401k. Listen, I love the way they put this as a potential source of emergency income. So let's stop right there, Aaron. So this article admits that somebody might be looking for money as an emergency income. What's emergency sound like to you? You need it right now. You right need, now. It, yesterday. I need, to you do need it yesterday. That's like saying, uh, I know you're getting ready to call the ambulance. There's an emergency, but why don't you try to treat yourself first rather than calling the ambulance? Folks, this is an emergency. So they're already reminding us that, yeah, some of these people talking about taking money out of their 401ks, they have to have the money. They don't need people lecturing to them, but this is what happens. So they say, before you hit the withdrawal button, take a deep breath. You've done the hard work for saving for retirement. You know, yet just as your social distancing guidelines advise you, experts don't want you to touch that 401k either. So here we go. We got outsiders telling us what to do. And in this case, even though you have the, the need for the emergency money, don't touch it. Let's go to another article here, Aaron. Here's a good one. Oh, I love this one. 
uh, I don't know who, where this guy got his training, but it says a financial planner has a message for everyone with a 401k plan. Very emphatic message. What is he? You think he says drag it out because you might need it or you need to eat? What do you think he says here? <laughs> right. Andy? Spend it. That, no, he says. No, don't, he doesn't. Don't. Oh, he says don't touch that money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's, I guess you've been around me a while. I'm one of those. Come on, man. If you need money, spend it. <laughs> and it goes to, this is out of businessinsider.com. Let's see the gentleman's name. I'm not, it doesn't really matter. We're not trying to dog him. It's just, this is the typical advice. He says, a client called recently in a panic over the diminishing value of his 401k. He wondered if he should cash it out before it lost additional value. This was when it was tanking by 30%. So that's a good feeling to have. Nobody has any money in savings because they've been told to max out the 401k. It now drops by 30% as they watch their life kind of unravel. And they call their advisor or planner, if you will. And, uh, to, he comes to this conclusion. I considered his, I, it almost like I can picture this guy in a pipe, slippers, and a robe talking. Uh, I've considered his financial mindset, his risk tolerance, the role of his retirement savings, and a few other factors. The phone rang, and I heard an anxious voice on the other side. It was a client calling in a panic, rapidly losing. It's my retirement account. Should I sell or close? And I replied, don't touch your 401k. He says, luckily, my client listened to me. Well, I don't. You know, see, here's, I guess, the difference between maybe a financial planner and a retirement planner. First of all, if this is how financial planners work, I don't want any part of it. So a retirement planner, folks, is there to help you position money so in times like these you have options. See, this is the problem. If you have all of your money stockpiled and locked up in a 401k, you don't have any options. That's why he's telling you not to touch it. The only option you have is you've got to get it out of there, and that can be very, very costly. Let's go to another article, Aaron. Okay, so now we go to the next point. Well, let's say you're not, let's say you're 50 years of age and you've got a $50,000 emergency or $100,000 emergency. Well, the problem is, unless you've been terminated for employment, you can't even get access to the 401k except through a loan. Now, the government has made it easy, even easier to borrow more money, like this is a great deal. Uh, so yeah, up to now, you could borrow $50,000 of your 401k out, all right? You could take that much out. Now remember, you gotta pay it back with after-tax money, the interest on it, plus when you pull it out again, it's taxable. So this makes no sense. Plus when you borrow the money, if you did have it in the market, think about this, the money's not gonna grow back at the same amount if and when the market comes back. Another bad idea why you shouldn't borrow money out of a 401k. But what they're doing is the government came in to help you so that you wouldn't, quote, liquidate the 401k, all right, or take money out if you could even get it. Now you can borrow this year up to $100,000, and all you have to do is pay interest. You don't have to pay any payments in 2020. So now you're paying interest back to yourself out of pocket. Usually it's about 8%. So you got to come up with that money after tax. I guess you borrow from the 401k, Aaron, and then you got to borrow from yourself to pay yourself back. This sounds really logical. Here's another one. Let's, let's, so Forbes is summarizing this whole CARES Act. That's what liberalized these 401k loans. And it says this, this is a quote. In general, you should treat your 401k, IRA, or other defined contribution plan like sacred funds. Now, who said that? Why, why is that? It's just a savings plan, folks. Remember, a 401k is not really a retirement plan. It's a savings plan. There's really no huge uh, incremental benefits to it. It doesn't have any mailbox money built inside it, not like my granddad's pension. It's just a savings plan. So why in the world wouldn't you use it when you need it versus some magical age out there? I don't get it. So yeah, the rest of this quote says, any withdrawal or loan 
This sounds so dramatic. Cannibalizes your future retirement security. Now, done now. Aaron, I mean, I know you don't profess to be an economist. Obviously, if you draw money out of a 401k, you're going to have less money down the road, right? Right. And that's okay. So, but that, that, that's beside the point. If you need money, you need money. I mean, retirement security, I mean, somebody's probably half suicidal at this point. They may not even have retirement. So it's a shame to give up tax-deferred compound growth, which is, again, I hate to be so cruel about this, folks, but that's a ridiculous statement. Remember, a 401k is tax-deferred, but also those taxes are going to have to be paid one day. So bear with me on this. This could be you. And this is the kind of stuff we would sit down and talk about. So if you're in this position right now, you need money out of your 401k. You've got to remember, the one case scenario that makes this good is if you're out of work right now and had to take money out of a 401k, potentially, currently right now, you're in one of the lowest tax brackets you may ever be in the rest of your life. If you don't take out of the 401k and let it keep deferring, and then the government wises up and realizes they got to find some money somewhere to pay back all this debt they're incurring, where else to get this money? From the wonderful tax-deferred 401k plan. So folks, none of this makes sense. You cannot read articles and search the internet and ride down the road listening to a guy on the radio. You have to at some point decide, wait a minute, I got to get with a retirement specialist. All this stuff is complicated. Everybody's situation is so different, so don't take this blanket advice. Here's my suggestion. If you're retired, nearing retirement, you've got a 401k, you're trying to figure out what to do with your money right now, give us a call or go online to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Let's get started. We can meet in person. We can have a phone call. We can do a quick video chat. All of that's online at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. But don't just sit there and assume there's nothing you can do and that this 401k is some sort of sacred cow. It's not. We can help you manage the taxes, the fees, the risk. We do all of that. I've been doing this for over 35 years, folks, and I know this retirement world very, very well. So call us at 877-499-WALK or go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. All right, I'm going to use an example when we come back. What is going on with all this debt, Tony? And should I even be concerned about all these stimulus dollars that are flowing? And really and truly, does that really have anything to do with my money? And finally, to be honest, Tony, why is this so complicated? How can I not understand this stuff? Make this simple. What is going on with the stimulus money and how is it going to affect my long-term retirement? You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'll explain that in just a second. Well, our employee spotlight today is uh, none other than our own Jennifer Jaggers, and I want to welcome Jennifer to the program. Thank you, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here. And I know you and Heather uh, made the trip from Bowling Green to our Louisville studios today. What's it like driving down here knowing this is what I do once a week is driving the roads of I-65? How was the drive, by the way? I admire you for that. As a road rage kind of girl, uh, better you than me. Well, we are excited to have you. And again, we just wanted you to share briefly. First of all, I like to call you JJ. That's your new nickname. But first of all, about your background in banking. Uh, you came to us recently. and We're so fortunate to have you. But uh, tell the audience a little bit about your background. Okay. Uh, I actually started off pretty much uh, my career in banking. I've always been on the loan side of banking. So I was a loan processor for a long time. Um, I enjoyed that. I thought um, now since being here, I really... Um, I really enjoy the research aspect of this job. I um, totally did not know anything about this financial world. Um, so I, I have enjoyed thoroughly learning 
the other side of finances, it, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And you've done such a wonderful job. Of course, we've had some changes at Tony Walker Financial. We're growing like crazy. But you've kind of, you started out servicing our annuity business and client services, and you're still doing some of that. But talk about your role in terms of administering and getting all the new annuity business issued and how detailed that is and how much business we're doing now to help these savers. After you bring the file back to me, uh, I get all of the client's personal information. I put that into whichever insurance agency that we are using for that annuity that they have chosen. Um, I submit that information, I make sure all of their suitability, which is their financial information, is uh, correct and accurate so that those annuities will be submitted. And when we get that annuity finalized back in the office, I put together a neat little binder for you to deliver to them at their final appointment. And I guess you, sometimes I probably need to have you more in meetings, you don't get to see this, but the way we organize everything and the way we present everything what would you speak to that? I mean, just the involved, detailed process of getting the annuities, putting them in the binders. We have the last day planners. Can you speak to that a little bit and how good you feel that, hey, we've got the mission accomplished. Here's your annuity. Here's how we work at Tony Walker Financial. Those binders are amazing to me. Um, you know, it takes everything that they have, everything that they've purchased. It puts that in a nice little graph for them. Um, you have their actual paper copies of their annuities placed into that binder. So everything's very organized for that if they need that in the future while you're sitting there with them going over that. And then they know too, they've got you. Now we got Mandy in the office, but they've got you to follow back up with, with service questions regarding those annuities. Right, right. And anything as far as change of addresses, change of beneficiaries, uh, anything that you need to change on that current annuity contract, we can get that taken care of. But JJ, we appreciate your work so much. We're so happy to have you at Tony Walker Financial and uh, look forward to writing many more annuities and helping all these savers. Thank, Thank you, Tony. Happy to be here. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am Tony Walker and we're going to use, uh, I'm trying to think of an analogy or an illustration, uh, Aaron, on the way down here. And I'm going to Let's back up a minute. If you're just now joining us, we're trying to get our minds wrapped around this approval. Now it's up to close to $3 trillion. It was $2.2. I think they've added several more billion. I'm just going to probably call it three. I think by the time this is all done, Aaron, we're probably going to have the government pay into our system an extra $3 trillion of stimulus money. Now, the question most people have to ask themselves, and I'm sure they don't because they don't even know where this money's coming from, is that question. We're is this money coming from? You want to take a stab at it? Right. I mean, I. Uh, well, you and I have talked a little bit. I'm, I might have a little bit of. But what would be like, Jessica? What do you think? Do you think she even really has a clue when they say, 2.2 trillion sp stimulus package was handed out to Americans immediately? What did, where did she? What would she say that money's coming from? Um. Well, that's the thing. We just don't know. I mean, you can't just keep printing money because that's gonna that's gonna devet. What's the word I'm looking for? Not devalue, but it's gonna it's gonna lower the value of a dollar. That's right. You know, if they just keep just keep printing more and more and more money. So let's make sure we know who the three players are in this. And again, folks, uh, you know, you can go back and read. Uh, and first of all, I'm not trying to bash the government. I'm just telling you this is their only solution, and it's pretty scary. If you go back and read, it's a wonderful book called The Creature from Jekyll Island. It talks about the advent and the introduction of the Fed, the Federal Reserve in 1913, ironically, the same year the income tax code was launched into law. But anyway, there's three players here, Aaron. Okay, you've got Congress. Because remember, Congress has to approve the stimulus. 
So Congress doesn't have the ability necessarily to print money, but they have the authority to borrow money. Does that okay. make sense? Okay. Okay. So that's Congress. They voted that into law. The president signed it. Yeah, we want, we want this money. We're going to borrow it. So then they have to go to the Treasury. The Treasury is responsible for the money that comes in and out, and they are responsible for printing. You've heard of the U.S. Mint, the Treasury. There's, I think there's four or five of them in the country. But they print the money. Obviously, it's borrowed money, but they're printing it. It's just printed out of thin air. Then the banks, the Federal Reserve, set the interest rates that they're gonna that the banks can loan money to each other. Now it's really interesting that the Federal Reserve, ironically, and I didn't catch this, lowered interest rates a while back in the last month or so. For to me, it would seem kind of random. And when I was listening to Mr. Mnuchin uh, uh, interview on radio this morning on the way down here, again, folks, we're recording this show on April twenty seventh, twenty twenty. He commented this, Aaron. I thought it was really interesting. The I think it was Chris Wallace who was interviewing him. And let's play that quote real quick. Let's see if we can find that quote. I think we've got it. Just a, just a smidgen. It's only about 10 seconds. Listen to this, folks. How much do you worry about uh, a debt in excess of 100% of GDP? Well, Chris, the good news is that interest rates are extremely low. So if you look at the portion of the budget that we're actually allocating to interest, it's extremely low and we're locking in long-term rates to make sure this additional money we've locked up for a long period of time. So really what Mr. Mnuchin is saying, now remember Mr. Mnuchin's background is Wall Street. Wall Street, the banks all require cash flow. They have to have money moving. Folks, this economy requires cash flow. Keep this real simple. If you don't have cash flow coming in your front doors to operate your home, right? If you don't have wages, it ain't going to work. This economy is the same way. This economy is built and needs cash flow. We always say Dracula needed blood. The economy needs cash flow. So when Mr. Mnuchin is saying it there, it's because interest rates are so low. Who sets the interest rates? The Federal Reserve. Okay, you, you see why people prior to 1913 were worried about a central banking system that could pull this lever back and forth and change these interest rates. The reason they got the interest rates so low is so Congress can borrow the money. And that's why Mr. Mnuchin is not that worried because he knows that long-term interest rates are very, very low. What he's saying is we should be able to pay this back very quickly or hope we can because interest rates aren't, you know, 9, 10%, they're 1% or whatever they are. Now, here's the problem with all this. That's all well and good, maybe, for the government. But let me give you an example to leave you with. All right, Aaron, here we go. Let's say, Aaron, you walk out to your mailbox. We're always talking about mailbox money on this show. Okay. All right, you walk out to your mailbox. You're in your robe and slippers to get the morning paper, right? You're hoping nobody sees you because, you know, <laughs> it's embarrassing to walk out. in the. But you don't want to get dressed in your pajamas. So you're in your robe and slippers. Open your mailbox to get the newspaper out, and there's a crisp $100 bill in there. Pretty cool, huh? Okay. Came out of thin air. You didn't put it there. You nope. don't, you, and you really don't care. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you had noticed everybody else just happened. Let's say there's 20 mailboxes on your street within earshot. You look up, and standing at all the other mailboxes are all your neighbors. They've opened their mailbox, and they're clamoring and holding up. What are they holding up? I'm going to take a guess and say they're holding up crisp $100 bills. Ah. I don't feel so special now. Now you don't feel special at all because intuitively, you're a smart guy. You go, wait a minute. I thought I had the only $100 bill so I could go spend this money on things and probably it would go a long way. But if everybody rushes into town at the same time with their $100 bills, 
and I'm operating a store selling Hershey bars and I realize everybody's got money, am I going to lower the price of those Hershey bars or raise the price? Nah, you're going to you're going to say, "Hey, everybody's got this extra money, might as well make some extra money." I'll make some extra money too. That's right. So people, this is why we have inflation. This is why a Hershey bar cost 25 cents for one of those big old bars back in the 70s and it's a dollar 50 now. It's the same Hershey bar. It takes the same ingredients and you're saying, "Why does it cost so darn much more money because there's more money in the economy. So this devalues the dollar in your pocket. Now, what does this have to do with anything? Well, in my book, the Live Well, Die Broke, which I really encourage you to pick this up. Live Well, Die Broke is this whole understanding of money is worth more now than it is later. It always is. So what you've got to do, folks, is you've got to get with a trained retirement planning specialist such as Tony Walker Financial. Let us help you set up a game plan to use and enjoy your money now, but also we'll make sure you don't run out later. To take advantage of our services right now, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. If you've got a 401k, whether it's a previous employer, current employer, you're retired, it's an IRA, it doesn't matter. Money languishing in the bank. Uh, maybe you've thought about buying an annuity or you've got an old annuity you don't understand. Maybe you've got an inheritance or getting ready to inherit some money. Contact us now at 877-499-WALK, 877-499-WALK, or again, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and let's get started. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. We've enjoyed being with you. You remember, though, between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free. You don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.